buddy. How's things? <laughs> Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Good. Yeah, crazy man. times. Crazy times. Both crazy bad and crazy good. Yeah. It's Friday, though. It is Friday. Got any plans for the weekend? Not really. Actually, you know what? I've got a, uh, I don't know what they call it. It's not a bridal shower, but it's like a wedding shower that I'm going to for the wedding I'm for officiating. Men? And women. Yeah, it's Because I had, when I got married, it was called a, oh, what did they call it? It was basically shower? a thing for the guys. This is the thing they do in Texas where the guys show up and give you tools and like things like that. Oh, that's like a, cool. It was like a guy shower. So literally like all the tools I have still came from that. Came from that. That's actually a great it's idea. It's kind of like women and they have like their um, you know, stone cook things yep. and they've got all their crock pots usually from their weddings. Like yep. all my tools came from that guy shower. It's actually a great idea. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, this is uh I don't know, it's a, it's a barbecue, and they've had to feel bad because they've had to reschedule it like three times because of all this COVID crap. Um, so we'll be we'll be going there. Yeah. I guess I can't say what, what we're bringing because I don't want to <laughs> give it away just in case they listen. Yes. Um, so but dude, other than that, that's all we're doing. Yeah. So um, the big topic right now is the debate. Yes, it is. I'm assuming, did you watch the whole thing? I did. Yeah? I did. I, uh, what were your impressions? <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard. I, I got mixed mixed feelings. I think there were there were certainly a lot of you know one liners and zingers. I mean, they're making T-shirts out of some of them, which <laughs> yeah, I don't know if yeah. they're funny or not. Uh, but I think as a whole, I was I was pretty pretty disappointed. Yeah. Right. I I kind of wanted some fireworks. Yeah. I thought it was a good opportunity to land at least a couple gut punches, and I think yeah. they were they were kind of talking over each other so much yeah. that some of the gut punches that were thrown never landed because they were talking over each other. Yeah, it was so frustrating for me because I was thinking the same thing. Like, I really want to hear these guys, like, talk about policy positions, like, all the stuff. I mean, even some of the drama, right? Like, as long as they can just talk and not interrupt and, like, I was thinking this will be a good conversation. Yep. So during the debate... I was just getting frustrated, so I jotted down a couple things. And these are things like if my kids, you know, they weren't there with me, like they're down in Texas over here, but like if I, as like a coaching moment right. and just a communications teaching, here, I just jotted down some stuff. And so yeah. you just react. All right. So if you have an opponent who's talking about things that they don't know what they're talking about, do you just like try to interrupt them or do you let them hang themselves? I mean, and what, what I put down is you listen very carefully. You take notes of what they're saying and then your response is going to be so much better. Don't you think? So it's, it's funny. You, you, you touch on one thing. You mentioned listen. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, the old saying, you have two ears, one mouth. You should always listen before you talk. Yeah. Right. But I, I think there were probably 50 examples of that in the debate. Right where I mean, let's be honest. Joe Biden is not much of a you know, orator, right? He's yeah. not somebody that he's not a rebel rouser. And if you go into that, you know there's going to be a lot of gaffes. Yep. And you know that I mean, you should know that if you just let him talk enough, he's going to say something that's going to be embarrassing. It's just you know. So why why the need to interrupt? 
something like that. How yeah. much of it do you think has to do with just ego? Oh, right, it's ego all ego. Maniac. It's all ego. We see that in our, uh, you know, you see that in boardrooms, you see that in team meetings. It's always the people that don't know what they're talking about that want to say the most, right? Yeah. And yeah. the person who knows what they're talking about will usually just kind of wait, hear everybody, and then they'll say something that everybody listens to or something that really makes sense, right? Well, and I think that's that's the way to, to look at it. I mean, you see it, you know, like you said, boardrooms, you know, companies, families, right? It's like, it's like the in-law syndrome, right? I was talking to a buddy just the other day about how you know, you got all these scenarios where, you know, the mother-in-law, the father-in-law, whatever it is, they start telling you, well, here's what you really need to do with these kids. Or, well, this is what, you know, your sister does, or this is what your brother does. And it's, you know, you, you just kind of sit there, you take it, right? Because you're not going to start a big fight at the dinner table or the boardroom. But yeah, to your point, you sit there, you think about it, you chew on it, and you go, okay, now it's time to flip it upside down and say... Yeah. How does this work? And how does that work? And what about yeah. this? And if you can come up with something where, let's say, the in the debate, they've got two minutes and they've said conflicting things. If you're, if you're actually listening and taking notes, you can say, hmm. you just said this followed by this. That doesn't even make any logical sense. And then everybody's going to know, like, <laughs> how ridiculous it was. Yeah. So whether it's, like, in your company, whether it's just waiting and then responding in an email... Like a nicely written email, but saying like, here's what I heard, and I also heard this, like, these things don't make any sense, or, you know, whatever it is, if you just take the time to listen and wait and think and then communicate, you're always going to be in a better place, I think. So do you think, um, do you think Biden was coached better, or Trump was not coached? I think Biden was coached. I think Biden is probably a little bit more open to coaching yeah. because I think he sees his weakness <laughs> maybe yeah, a little yeah. bit better. So I think like, so the rumor was like uh, Giuliani and who was the former governor of New Jersey? Chris, Chris Kizzy, yeah. were like there at the White House, like prepping Trump. Like how much do you think he was actually being coached? They're probably just sitting around yeah, BSing. prepping them. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't think Trump's the guy that's going to really probably listen to coaching that much. Yeah, that's true. But you could tell when Biden was, like, there was a couple moments where he was, like, trying to do the Bill Clinton thing where, like, I'm going to look into the camera yeah. and I'm going to connect with the American people and I'm going to speak directly to their hearts, right? So that's probably, like, a coach thing where Trump never really looked into the camera and talked to the American people. He yeah, was but, always either talking to Chris Wallace or he was talking to Biden, yeah. but he wasn't really connecting with the audience, that was the TV cheesy. audience. That was cheesy, right? though. Oh, Biden. yeah, it was super cheesy. <laughs> like, it was just, like, your classic politician. Did Which you? is another point of saying, like, you should actually learn from Trump in the sense that you don't want to be that stereotypical yeah. politician because that's what got him elected, was just being the guy you are and not trying to be some sort of, like, you know, canned, coached politician. Did so. you see, um, I think the funniest thing for me was when, when Biden came out on stage. I don't know if you caught it. <laughs> I do. But he, he came out and he had this look like, Jill? What are you doing here? Like, like, like he looked at his wife and he went to wave, but it was, it was like a deer. Like, how, and I think he wanted to turn to Trump. Like, did you know Joe was going to be here? How, how did that happen? It was right? a like, funny look. I do remember that. He like looked like he was stunned about something. And then he did like a double thumbs up. Like, oh, wow. Okay. So here's the next point. Um, so obviously like you start off with two minutes, right? Yep. And I was thinking, 
if you can say something in less words, or if you can say something in less text, like always go with that option. So if you if if the moderator gives you two minutes and you can say it in thirty seconds, always go with the thirty second answer. It's much more powerful. I think politicians are the classic case of like how many times did they were they complaining about not getting enough time or my time or it's like with no guys children like if if let's say I'm Trump if Biden just went for two minutes and all I need is thirty seconds to respond so much more impact if you can say yeah. in three sentences your response you're gonna get so much more respect because it's insecurity that shows when you have to ramble well isn't it also I mean you can apply that to work right I mean like I think of I mean, think of the the, the the IC, right? If you're you know, if you're briefing a high level resource, mm -hmm. right, on whatever, hey guys, this action needs to happen. You have basically twenty seconds at most. Yeah. I mean, I've had guys. It's called your elevator pitch. Yeah, I've had guys not get hired because they rambled on for five minutes, and it's like, yeah, you know what? This guy has has one thing. Give me the most important thing I need to know today. Yeah. And it took him five minutes to do that. That's not a briefer, right? Brief. Yeah. Brief me on what's going on. But I also see it in, like, emails. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what I was gonna when say. I send emails out to people, it's, you know, I like bullet points, but it's no more than three sentences and it's double spaced. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's like, you know, hey, Nate, I'm going to send you an email in about two minutes. Here's what I'm going to include on it. Boom, boom, boom. You can look at it. You love it. I do it for reports. Right? I mean, I know some people, I've worked with people, that they put these, like, five-page reports together. Yeah. No one can read that. No one can follow. Nobody that. cares. I'll I'll send three bullet points. Here you go. Here's the most important thing. Yeah. Right. And and they say even like time management wise, right? I mean any job in the world, no matter what job you have, it all boils down to basically three main responsibilities. Anything more than that, delegate to someone else or throw it out entirely. Yeah. Because that's that's your job. It's it's find out what's the most impactful thing. How do you get it to stick? And just boom. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing when you talk about the insecurity and like the ego aspect is if I'm writing a flowery email that's two pages long, I'm, you're just trying to impress somebody, but the way it's going to come across is what's wrong with this person? Why, why did you need to say all that to make yourself try to look smart? How do you, how do you feel about <laughs> emojis in emails? Uh, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. I hate them for a lot of reasons, but I hate them because I can never figure out what the hell they mean. Yeah. Right? So, like, like even text messages. Sometimes, you know, I mean, you know, my wife will send me text messages with an emoji, and it's like a facial expression, and I can't tell what the hell it is. I'm like, basically, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> right? And it's like a, a, a emoji of a woman with her hands in the air, with her eyes closed, and a tear, but, but she's laughing. What does that mean? I mean, <laughs> seriously. And I reply like, okay, you didn't answer the question. You sent me the picture of, you know, a yellow cartoon character yeah. with tears, but they're laughing, but they're mad, but they're not mad. With hands raised. What the hell does it mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's worse when a guy does it. Like, when yeah. a guy sends me something, I'm like, Hopefully hmm. it's not a guy sending you a girl emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I should write, I'll go through all the old texts and messages and I'll be like, hey, you, what did you mean by this exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, that's too funny. Okay, a couple more bullets. Um, and we actually kind of talked about this. I was just saying, like, never interrupt. It's a sign of insecurity. People that interrupt are interrupting. I I think if you're secure in who you are, you don't have a need to interrupt, like, ever. Yeah. Um, well, it also shows I, you're not listening. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, if you're it's, listening, you 
you literally can't interrupt, <laughs> right? That's how you know. Yeah. But um, they, but they say. I mean, that's another thing that you know. I mean, and we've we've talked about it in the past. I mean, it's it's a skill that I mean, honestly, most people don't have. They they never develop it. They don't try to. But it's you know, it's be present. Yeah. Right? Whatever the hell you're doing at that moment, just do that thing. Like don't yeah. don't be sitting there, you know, talking to you know your wife, but texting someone else, or you know. Watching TV or watching a movie with your family, but now you're calling somebody at the same time or thinking about what you have to do. You know, here it is Friday night. Oh, gosh, I got that meeting on Monday with this person. Like, just be present where yeah. you are. Yeah. Give the person you're with just the decency of, of your attention. Yeah. It's really not that hard. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is never insults. Hmm. It backfires big time. And you think about, like, for just people watching, like, I mean, there were so many insults. There was the one from Biden, you're the worst president in the history of the country. There was the one from Trump about your son was discharged from the military for drug use. Like, at the end of the day, like, that does, that makes you look so bad because people can all kind of relate to that thing, right? Yeah. Like, say, because you probably have a relative that you knew at some point who maybe has been on drugs and bad things have happened. So, like, don't go there. Yeah. Well, Ever. <laughs> but, but but you also, I mean, you, you look at, I mean, what what's the number one thing to know about, you know, yourself? It's, you're not who you were, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we've even talked about, like, when you, know, when you have a reputation of, you know, being the person that always starts something but never finishes it. Like, that's a, that okay, yeah, sure, maybe you've started a hundred things and you didn't finish those things, but this is, this is new. This is a new thing, right? I mean, 75 Hard is a great example. Yeah. Right? I mean... We both started and not finished stuff in life. That's that's what it is. I mean, we, how long did we talk about seventy five hard? A yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then we finally we finally did it, and we're almost done with it. Right. But it's yeah. it's it's one of those things where I think, you know, if you don't, you know, have a a case to make, and then you start throwing stuff out there, then you you lost the, the argument. Like yeah. it's, you know, it's like as, as soon as you start, like, oh yeah, well you're stupid or you're fat or you're ugly, and it's like. Oh, so you just admitted that a person won the argument. Okay, yeah. like, good job. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just, I mean, that's just basic stuff. That, But, like, in politics and in D.C., it's almost like a, a badge of, like, I got you. Like, we're going to say something bad about you that maybe people didn't know. But at the end of the day, nobody cares. Think, for example, think about all the things about Trump that have been said that are negative. That at the end of the day, he still got elected. That yep. Most politicians would have, like... That stereotype of a politician who's like perfect person, never did anything wrong, would never tell a lie. Those people aren't president. We're trying, you know. So it's like it always backfires. Yeah. Um, and then I, the next one I said is, even if an answer makes you look bad, answer truthfully. So that's something. It's kind of out of the question in politics, but like I was thinking about, you know, his son Hunter Biden, like profiting from this. Russia relationship and getting these jobs he's not qualified for. If you just say there's absolutely zero truth to this, completely false, when most people probably think there was some sort of tomfoolery yeah. going on, whether whatever it was, however big the payments were, he's obviously the son of a vice president who got a job based on that fact, right? So it's always better to say like, okay, he's being accused of this. Yes, there was probably a conflict of interest. Yes, it looks bad. But, you know, we've moved forward or whatever the, the thing is. Same thing with, like, Trump. Like, let's say you had an affair when your wife was pregnant. 
Can, is that out of the realm of possibility that Trump did that? Well, most people probably say, eh, it may have happened. So when you say, like, never happened, no payoffs, <laughs> you, yeah. know, you screw yourself. It, it, and I don't even know the truth to these things no, necessarily, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, if it's, if it's something that most people are already saying, like, yeah, I could see Biden's son getting away with that or trying to do that, or I could see Trump doing that, just, like, own it and move forward is probably better than flat-out denials. Yep. But I think that's a problem, <laughs> is, is generally speaking, I mean, when when people get super defensive over something, yeah. you know, that, that kind of creates a little more doubt. You're like, hmm. You know, it's like, like where were you last night? You know, let me see your phone. You, you don't need to look at my phone. Like, here, look at my phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean... I mean, and again, I mean, you think of, I mean, you look at the cleared world, right? I mean, you, know, you think of incidents pop up, you report them, they look into them, okay, you're good. Yeah. But if you all of a sudden you're like, uh, hey, I need you to come to this location to do this test, you're like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> well, what do you think's going to happen? Like, yeah. they're not going to be like, ah, it's okay. He's good for it. Yeah, we trust yeah. him. Yeah. You know, it's all, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. No worries. It's funny because that's a sign uh, you have to see in yourself as well. Like whenever you're accused of something and you feel that anger boiling up, that's the sign inside that there's they hit close to home, right? Yeah. So that's when you have to like look into yourself because if it's something completely off the wall, you're not going to be offended by it. Yeah, no, right? it's, it's true. So. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I don't know. It's it's funny watching you know watching debates all the time because to me they're entertaining. Yeah. Um, but I I. One of the reasons I like watching Trump in debates is it is entertaining. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like almost like reality TV. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like, like, like these guys can't be serious. But I think, you know, it's sad that, like, even when you talk about, you know, politicians, politicians and speaking the truth, right? It's like you can't even draw that Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're separate. Yeah. And, and what, a, what a shame. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like if you were honest and you just opened up and said yeah you know what yes that's true or yes that happened 30 years ago like who really gives a shit mm-hmm. most people will probably be like okay yeah. or or at least maybe it's relatable oh yeah. man you know what I I did the same thing yeah damn like you know well, what I mean like I, I imagine could, I if, could see my people want to relate yeah right? dude. people want to relate imagine if Biden like imagine like like if I was coaching either one of those guys I would sit there and say alright guys here here's your all your vulnerabilities here are all the things that they're going to attack you on yeah you lead with it you yeah. go first you say hey by the way the biggest mistake I ever made in my life was this yeah because then all of a sudden you're going to knock them off their game and they're like what? he wasn't supposed to say, oh shit uh, what am I going to go to right like and it, it does it, it yeah. throws people off man yeah. like so if you own up to it Again, you take that ammo out of somebody's hand, and now it's like, okay, now you got to beat me with facts. What are you going to beat me with? Yeah. You know, like, or or it's like age-old arguments, right? Like, you say, you know, somebody says, you know, you did this, you pissed me off, whatever. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're not going to keep pouring it on you. They're going to be like, uh, well, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. But if you keep holding strong, well, yeah, well, you made me do it, or it's your fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's that whole accountability piece, which, again, not to plug... 75 hard again but i have to yeah i mean that that sense or that like i guess awareness is i don't know it's like invincibility it's like it, i i pick up on it from a mile away now anybody makes an excuse for anything it's like instantly I'm like yep that's an excuse yeah that's an excuse or you can't do this or you can't do that what do you mean you can't do that like yeah. 
it's and it's kind of wild, yeah. right? Because I think it it is kind of cultish. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. But it's, but it's so a very, ingrained. very positive cult, dude. It's <laughs> super positive, man. And, <laughs> and, and, and the the best thing about it is that when you talk to other people that have you know either done it, they're doing it, they're going to do it, it's the same mentality. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, I know, right? Like because I feel yeah. like I'm a little bit, I'm a very patient person, but I'll ask, you know, like like I told you the one guy that's you know 15 days behind us, and I'll ask him, I'm like, man, like. Do you find yourself with like very little patience for just nonsense mm-hmm. or, you know, advice from somebody or opinions from somebody that are just so out of the realm? And he's like, dude, all the time. I'm like, whoa, all right, cool. Like, yeah. you know, it's, and it's, it's weird because it's not a, it's not an arrogance thing. It's not a, you know, cockiness. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of cockiness, I think. Yeah. Right. But there's something to be said for doing what you say you're going to do and then seeing the results. Yeah. Right? I totally. Mean, like, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's freaking nuts, man. Yeah. It, and it's so funny because that's what Andy Frisella talks about all the time is, like, people will write him, like, hey, I'm on 75 hard. Can I eat these French fries? It's like, what part of this do you not understand? <laughs> right? <laughs> or, like, hey, I'm on doing 75 hard. Does um, a non-outdoor workout of some sort count for my outdoor workout? And he's like, what part of an outdoor workout do you not understand? It's like you can't. There's no excuses. You're either outside or you're not. <laughs> and it's, but but you know what? That's that's, and I, I just had a lunch with the customer today, and one of the things that that we talked about was when you when you set rules, right? Like the government set rules about returning to work locations or you know whatever it is, any rules that are there, seventy five hard, very simple rules. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very simple. There's no fine print. I mean, although he says fine print, but there's no fine print. It's yeah. it's there. These are the rules. This is what you have to do. But it's amazing how people will always try to look for the loophole. Well, yeah, yeah but, you know, does it really have to be water? Because water, there's a lot of water in soda, and there's water in beer. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just like... coffee. It's like, guys, c- come on. Like, why... Like, he should start prefacing it as, like, this program, like, 75 hard, not for fucking idiots. Right or not for stupid people, like yeah. just just throw it out there because again, it must drive him nuts. Yeah, I mean you hear him in some of his podcasts when he yeah. like goes off on it, but it, it's gotta just and eat it's, it. it's probably people that have never heard him speak or read his books that just probably like stumble across it and yeah. think like maybe they don't understand his mindset, his life mindset. So they're like, there's probably just this huge like friction of like. Your traditional like American, yeah, lazy. <laughs> like, society in general. Well, the whole reason across this dude who's like no nonsense, no excuse. But the whole reason that yeah. he started the thing, right? Yeah. Because I mean, what does he say? Like, you know, you got all these all these things, all these programs that yes, they work, right? These diet plans work, these workout plans they work, but no one has actually shown you what you need to have at the base, right? The foundation. Yeah, it's all this stuff. But I mean, it's gotta. I mean, it would piss me the fuck off because if you, if you basically, you're giving this life-changing thing to people for free, mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent free and people are still asking stupid ass questions, like looking for like, like almost like he should pay you to do it. Yeah. It's like, shut up. Like yeah. just do it. Yeah. Oh man. It's, it is funny though. Yeah. You have to, yeah. You just have to just admit to like, did you, it's like an Iron Man. Yeah. Like, did you actually do an Ironman or not? 
you can't think of it as anything other than that. Like, did you actually complete the marathon or didn't you? Yeah, really it's not guy. like a halfway or like a, well, I kind of did it my way. It's like you either did it or you didn't. So no. yeah, it's uh, so we got six six days, right? This yeah. day sixty nine. Wild. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm down uh, forty. Do some math. Forty seven pounds. That's crazy. Yeah, forty seven. But the goal is two twenty five. Started at two seventy five. And I was 225 in college. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I tried to tweak it up and did two outdoor workouts every day last week. So for eight days, thought I might shed weight a little faster. Yeah. Didn't shed a single pound. And then I went back to lifting, you know, for one of the workouts again on Sunday. So this week, and I'm down three pounds. So it, uh, who knows? I man. think lifting is the key, man. Especially. Like steady state cardio yeah. is not great for weight loss. Like more like hit training and intervals yeah. is good, That's but true. Um, yeah, keep that lifting going. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Wild. Eleven. Yeah. Books. I haven't weighed myself since maybe like day twenty or day something like oh, that. Because wow. when I my last gym membership expired, yeah. So I was down, I think like seventeen early on and haven't really weighed myself since so but it'll you, be interesting look thin, when dude. i get down yeah. when i get to the final day i'm gonna weigh myself and I'll yeah let you dude know. It, it's uh i put on i don't know if i told you this i put on my my college jersey the other day baseball I, uh rugby and i ran oh yeah <laughs> that's awesome my daughter's like dad you can't wear that outside i'm like what the hell i can't like <laughs> i've worn this damn thing in 20 years yeah <laughs> i'm wearing it and then I even, just to be a total smartass, I put on my rugby shorts. I don't know if you've ever seen rugby shorts, but they're very short, short. Yeah. And I threw those bad That's boys awesome, on. Man. And uh, I was like, all right, I won't wear those outside. But I just wanted to show you guys that they do fit. I can wear them if I want to. That's crazy. There's uh, no way it would have fit 70 days ago. Dude, no way. I, I mean, I told you about the suits. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, 48, 48 and 50 jacket. You know, I got 15 suits. Not one of them fits me. Um, I put on a 44, which is my wedding suit from 16 years ago. Fits perfectly, like a glove. Yeah. But none of my button-down shirts even fit, right? Like, I'm swimming in them. So I got to go get new shirts. I got to get new pants. I have one pair of jeans that fits me, and they're big on me. The shorts, forget about it. I mean, they literally, if I take a step, they just fall down. It's like a, it's like a chick pulling up her shorts without unbuttoning stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, dude, it's... I don't know. It's wild. It yeah. really is wild. My it strength is, is though, not man. there, though. My strength is not there. Yeah. Crazy. Anything else? Uh, well, I know you're not big into baseball, but the Yankees are in yeah. the uh, cardboard cutout uh, fan playoffs. Uh, I like baseball. I just I I'm, I typically don't follow it too close to the playoffs. Is my thing. It's not uh, when it comes to playoffs, like. I'll follow it. It's just weird this year, man. You know, like it's, I don't know. I mean, sports as a whole is yeah. weird. You know, it's, and it's not, when I think about it, it's not really even baseball for me. It's sports in general. I used to be like really like amped up for like a big college football game or like the Broncos, like a playoff game. I would get like jacked up for that stuff. Yeah. And I think it, I don't know what it is, but I just don't, like the NBA finals are on right now. And in the past, I probably would have cared. And now I'm like, I can care less. I may watch like the end of a game if it's close, but. It's funny how, like, as you get older and more, whatever, m more mature, like, sports 
significant so, sort of fades. Like I used to be real big into fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, I stopped it last year. And like I was just like, oh, every game you wanted to see because you want to see the stats your players had. And yeah, I haven't really cared about it in a couple of years. Yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, fantasy. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I was probably in the same league for close to twenty years. Yeah. And then last year, I was like, all right, I'm out. Because I just, I probably didn't pay attention the previous four years. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm like, ah, damn it. And for people that are really into it, that's so frustrating. Because they're wanting to, like, do a trade with you and yep. you don't care. Or, like, you've got some dude that's not even active <laughs> on your roster. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. But, e- but even, uh, I mean, back to the Broncos, I mean, you guys got a, you got yourself a win last night, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was remember. A, I actually fell asleep. I remember his name, whatever your the quarterback's first name, I was ripping, but, I mean, I think of, uh, you know, old Mark Rippin from back yeah. in the day with the skins. The guy was a godsend to everybody here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's great. Like, AFC West, man. Like, Broncos went through their periods of dominating, but now with the Chiefs, like, they're going to dominate for a while, I think. For a if while. If they can keep that together, it's going to be sad in the AFC West for dude, anybody else. Yeah, he's a, he's a gamer. I did watch that game, the, the Ravens-Chiefs game. Yeah. And uh, Like, I'll have it on, but I'm never really paying that close attention. Well, I just, yeah. I mean, we talked about this before. I, I can't st- stand how uh, political sports have gotten. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's ridiculous. It drives, it drives me nuts. It's insane. Like, to me, sports, it's it's entertainment, right? I want to watch it. That's all I want to watch. I watch it to escape from all the, the bullshit you see everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And now that bullshit is there. Every commercial is something, you know. The players are stuff. They wear, you know, they wear T-shirts yeah. of convicted rapists. Yeah. Like, and again, not trying to, you know, infer anything, but yeah. well, could you whole, imagine the if whole, you were the, the... the whole movement around, and people will try to justify it or reframe it however they want, but it was around Kaepernick saying that this country, uh, you know, was not a country worth standing for. Like, the national anthem was not worth standing for. So that, like... Once that happened, mm-hmm. anything be, anything now that's associated with that movement, like most people can see through the BS, and most people can see through the fact that like it's anything other than, like, I mean, I mean that happened under Obama and Biden, yep. right? But now it's all become an anti-Trump rally, rallying call, and oh, Fer- are, Ferguson happened under yeah. Obama, Baltimore and Freddie Gray happened under Obama. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah, and everything's gotten so political. LeBron James is completely off his rocker with some of the things he's promoting. Freaking what's uh, Kevin Hart out of control yeah, with yeah, his he, Instagram post. It's insanity. He, he, even The Rock let me down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, it's right? ridiculous. Like, I like The Rock because I, I, I truly always view him as an independent thinker, right? You know, politics aside. But, again, man, like, like all these people, whether they throw their weight behind Trump or Biden, I wish they would just shut up. Like, just go do your job because we can't talk about it in work. Yeah. So why can these guys talk about it in their work? It, it drives me. Yeah. It drives me bonkers, man. Right. I've but, never been a huge fan of The Rock, and I know that makes me, like, weird among most people, but I just, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm not real big on his acting. I don't, like, I don't take him as, as a, a serious actor. actor. Yeah. Like, people think he's funny. I, I think people like him, and maybe this is just me, but... Whenever you, whenever people portray themselves as like the perfect guy, always smiling, you know, all, everybody loves somebody. I always like tend to think the other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the, like, I don't know what it is. Like if you give me a little bit of something that's a little bit, 
outside of like the perfect guy persona, I almost like trust you more. Oh, I think yeah. it was kind of the same way with Obama. Like everybody thought, oh, great, great guy, smooth talker, says the right things. And so that kind of like turns me off a little bit. Whereas somebody who's got a, like maybe a little rough around the edges. Yeah, or edgy, like, edgy, man. You want, yeah. you want real people. But I don't know. I, I don't know The Rock that well. Maybe, maybe he's not like I see him. But eh. just the way I, that the, persona always kind of rubbed me the wrong way of like, everybody loves this guy. He's always smiling, always doing the right thing. And so, and I'm not, that's not like a huge dislike. I just have never been like a huge No, fan. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I, I kind of look at it as, I mean, I only like him because he's a, he's a monster. Yeah. Right? Like I'm like, damn. And that's the thing. I do respect huge, him. Man. Like, like I respect anybody that, that works like that and puts in like, if you're that fit and you work that hard with yeah. all the, like he started his own like line of tequila. Yep. He's got his movies. Like he's a hard worker. So I like... Don't get me wrong. I respect yeah. his work ethic a lot. Yeah, but so, I, don't know. I I take Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. In terms of a personality, I'm more. I think like John Cena is more like yeah. cool. Yeah. In my, in my yeah. No, view. I, I I agree with that. I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I I think that people who I don't know. I just wish they would stay out of the the political yeah you know circle. Stay in the shadows. Yeah. Do your thing. Go be an actor and act. Yeah. Did you see the, um, so who was it? There's a guy called Billy Jean is marketing on Instagram. Do you follow him? No. Nah. He's one, he's an influencer and he came out and posted about this. What a courageous act for the rock. So much courage, so much dignity. He supporting. And then Ed Milet, who, you know, yeah. commented under that and he was like, are you serious? Like the courageous thing for a Hollywood guy would have been to come out and support a Trump. How's that courageous in Hollywood or in that crowd yep. that he rolls in to come out for Biden and Harris? Yeah, you want to talk. But courageous. then, and, but then there was a back and forth where people were like, "Well, most of half of his supporters are conservative," and but I think Ed Milet made a good point. He's like, eh, "It's not that courageous. Like, it is what it is, but don't try to make it some huge no. like thing." <laughs> There's nothing courageous about it. He just gained, you know, how many fans? I mean, he lost some, but he gained a lot more. So let's be honest. Yeah. Um, no, it's a it's it's a wild wild time, man. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I think it's interesting too how people think that's going to be a big like just because you have all those followers on Instagram and maybe you have a little bit of sway. Like he posted p part of the conversation he had with them in that post. And those two seemed so excited, <laughs> right? Like Biden, this was like the greatest thing that had ever happened to them. Yeah. They were smiling, laughing, so grateful. Like this was like the game changer. Yeah, we yeah. got the endorsement of Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. like, why are you guys so excited about, like? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it it's is just kind of weird, funny man. In the grand scheme of things. I mean, yeah. I guess if they're voting in Mu uh, Jumanji, then maybe that that's good. <laughs> but yeah. I just, I just think it's funny when celebrities, just the celebrity culture of like, wait, you think everybody's going to be swayed by this or that person right, but, endorsing someone? But we've created that monster. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've we've given them the platform. We've made. I mean, we labeled LeBron James King James at the age of seventeen. Yeah. Like, of course he's going to have issues. I mean, like, come on, right? Like, we we give these guys this this freaking pedestal. Yeah. You know, it's like 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 take Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't get involved in any of this crap through his whole career. Yeah. Why? 
because he didn't give a shit, right? He knew he was going to be Michael Jordan regardless. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter what's happening in Chicago. It doesn't matter what's happening in L.A., right? But when he was in Chicago and they were winning, crime was down because people were watching the games, right? Like, (laughs) so focus on things that could keep people out of trouble versus, you know, having shitty sports teams that makes people angry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it, It... it drives me nuts, man. I get so so worked up over that stuff because at the end of the day, nobody is just trying to just better themselves. Yeah. You know? And that's, like, at the end of the day, that's the thing that I've kind of learned too is like you can get really wrapped around the axle about politics, but at the end of the day, has, is your life going to change? Did your life change that much from Clinton to Bush to Obama to Trump? And if it did... I guarantee you it wasn't because of the president. It was because you made the decision to change. So whether it's Trump or Biden in the next, what is it, next month? Yeah. Uh, your life yeah. your yeah. life will change based on, I mean, you can make the argument, oh, well, taxes will, you know, there, there are some changes, but not big. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, like if I if I look at it, and I'm being totally honest, I mean, my, my top earning years were under the Obama administration. Yeah. Go figure, right? Yeah. Like, but it has nothing to do with him. It wasn't no. his policies. It wasn't anything that he did. It just happened to be that business was good. Yeah. And it's also the thing that people get so focused on the president, which is probably the least important of all by the design. political positions in your life. Yeah. Right? So we're sitting here in Percival. Like, what if we really wanted to make a difference in our lives, we would start looking at like, well, what's the mayor doing in this town? Yep. What's the school board doing in this town? And then kind of work your way up from there. Dude, the presidential election, eh, it'll have some ramifications in foreign policy. But at the end of the day, like, you just want to know what... I mean, to be honest, the most important position is commander-in-chief of the military. Yeah. I think. And so you look at instincts, right? Like, I think Trump's instincts have been pretty good. He took out Soleimani. Yep. There's no way Biden was going to do that. Yeah. Biden wasn't even for taking out Osama bin Laden. Nope. You've got, like, so really, I think it's just instincts when it comes to foreign policy that's the biggest thing. What do you think about that? Like, I think there's obviously, like, domestic policies policies that presidents can have an impact, but I just think more about Congress um, controlling I, a lot of that stuff. I, I think, I mean, just like uh, just like a lot of owners of companies, right? They're, they're figureheads, right? Their goal is to come around and tell people how good they're doing, right? So it's almost a, you know, you should be boosting morale, right? Like boosting, you know, patriotism, whatever, whatever it may be. And that's probably the toughest thing in the world right now because there's so many people and it's not, I mean, look, it's, look, the Russians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, they are definitely trying to influence stuff and there's Mm -hmm. so many freaking bots and campaigns out there 100 percent. but at the same time as soon as they you know they do their little campaign and get stuff out there they're just sitting there eating popcorn going watch watch these dumb assholes they're so stupid they're going to destroy their own country from the inside out yeah and we don't have to do anything because that's exactly what they're doing i mean and if you look at like russia alone i mean there was there was a declassified report what last week that came out or actually it was earlier this week that that's one of the things that they talk about, right? They say that what what has happened in the last three years, they've found ways to turn the UK against the US, the US against the UK, Germany against both, France against Germany. Mm-hmm. Like it's 
just by sowing just doubt, right? Because people don't, you know, think of the old Reagan saying, right? Trust but verify. Yeah. Right now it's just trust. Yeah. You know, hey, this guy said this about you. What? It reminds me of like my children when they're like, well, so-and-so glared at me today. I'm like, they <laughs> glared at you? What in the hell does that mean? They glared at you. Yeah. Maybe they weren't even looking at you. But yeah. we're, we're grown-ups that act like children, and we get our feelings hurt over everything. Or if you disagree with somebody, you're going to be labeled that. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It drives me nuts, man. We are it's a leaderless a crazy time. society. Crazy time. Yeah. Oh, what a time. Right? Yeah, if you just had just some leaders running for president... Like some legit, like read a couple of books from John Maxwell on incorporated into your life type leaders, right? Dude, <laughs> Humility, read a book. Listen to, exactly. <laughs> right, like, those people exist. We just don't really have them for presidential candidates. But you know why is is because think about it. It's how much money is in the political machine, right? Yeah. And it's and that's the thing. Like like again, you there is no way that anybody can convince me ever for the rest of my life that Joe Biden is the best person to represent the Democratic Party. Like no. There is no possible Not way. even Democrats would say that. But it all depends 99% on, of Democrats would agree with that. But what's we, the goal? Do you want a powerful leader, leader that's going to say no, or do you want a yes man that's going to sit up there and be like, oh, yep, that sounds great. Okay, yep, we'll do that. Oh, you want this? Yep, we'll do that. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't... They don't want somebody. The parties, the mm-hmm. parties, don't want somebody in power that's going to. That's tell why them there no. were so many Republicans that hated Trump. That's exactly it. Yeah, because they're going to. They know that they have somebody that's going to push back, that is going to do what what he thinks, right or wrong, he thinks is the best decision for the country. Yeah, he's not going to sit there and say, "Okay, donors, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think I should do? Yeah, right. And like, actually, his stance on foreign policy is totally anti your stereotype Republican. Because the Republicans in Congress and the stereotype at the Pentagon was like aggressive in foreign policy, start wars, invade countries. Yep. And so like the national security complex, and I mean, there is a huge industry built around that in this area. They yep. hate somebody like him who thought Iraq was a bad idea, who thinks in like interventional, interventionalist, yep. whatever you call it, policy is bad. That's why. Uh, that's why you have like John Bolton. Yeah. That's why they banged heads so bad. Think about all the foreign policy people under Bush. I mean, I think Bush himself. I think Cheney. I think yep. all those folks. Condoleezza Rice. They've all come out against Trump. Yep. Because so. they had one one thing in mind. Yeah. Money. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth. Crazy. All right, man. Well. Appreciate uh, well, we the figured time. out all that's ailing the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but seventy-five hard, six days left, and I think I can get. I've, I've read eleven and a half books so far. Yeah, I, think I can get. I should finish the one this weekend, and then I got what four days to to read another book. So I got to figure out how to plow through that. Yeah, it's been good, man. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, again, we, we talked about what's next. I mean, maybe do 75 hard again, maybe jump to, to phase one. We'll see. But either way, it's yeah. definitely been, uh, been it's, wild. It's just one of those things that when you do it, I mean, there, he obviously did it for a reason. To do 75 days instead of like 20 days or something. Like once you get in those habits, I think it just propels you. Yep. Whether you're doing it or not, it's the way your mind starts to think. Like, oh, it's like that 100%. Kinda, yeah. 
100%. And that's why I think he doesn't like to call it a fitness thing. It's like a mental toughness thing. So, yeah. Like, that's the thing. I even had a conversation with my son, Slater, the other day when we were coming back from the grocery store and we had like some groceries we were going to carry in the house. And so as we pull up to my house, like all the parking spots were taken. So I had to pull around to the back alley and then like walk totally, hardly any different. Yeah. But he started complaining. He's like, why can't you just drop me off there? It'd be easier to carry them from there. And I'm thinking like, so I had this conversation with him. I said, okay, so this may not make a lot of sense to you like at 11, but what you need to start thinking about is like, what's the harder option in doing that? And he's like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. He's like, you're crazy. Why would I do the thing that's harder when I could have? And I said, well, that's, that's the thing we're sure going to talk about. And so we had this like kind of back and forth. And I was saying it, it probably like at your age, I probably wouldn't have understood it either. But you need to start thinking about if you can do something that's a little bit harder, like try to take that option. Because all Absolutely. it was was we were pulling around the back and we had to walk the groceries up the backyard. It maybe took 30 seconds longer. But yeah, I, I, I just wanted to like I wanted to implant that thought in his head of saying like, well, if there's a harder option, like let's let's do that on purpose. That's like stairs and escalators. Yeah. What's the difference? Take the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or people will so, wait for the escalator, right? Or wait for an elevator <laughs> to be on one floor, right? Yeah. All right, man. Good talk. Good stuff. Good to catch up. Appreciate it. We'll uh, yep. catch up with you soon. Cool, man. Later, brother. Bye.